Hey, it's Vicki Smith. Welcome to Power to the Pleasers podcast. Want to start doing things on your terms and finally feel confident just being yourself in relationships? Well, you've landed in the right place. Here we break down your people-pleasing and perfectionistic patterns so you can move from being polite and doing it right to showing up, speaking up, and even laughing it up with people. Not sure it's possible? Well, stick around, friend. I'll show you how. Hi, pleasing friends. I hope you are well. I also hope that you are being kind to others, but not at the expense of your own sanity, (laughs) not the expense of your own mental and emotional well-being. And if you're still finding that a little bit of a struggle, it's okay. Stick around. We will, uh, we'll help you out because I wanted to share with you today the seven types of unnecessary apologies. I only came up with seven, but I felt like that was a good number. Um, It was more than I actually thought I would come up with. I was just thinking about unnecessary apologies and hmm, I have to credit my clients for this. My coaching clients are amazing and they just tell it like it is. You know, when we get into a session, we're just like, all right, how are we going to break this down? You know, like this is our laboratory. Let's break this shit down. Let's see where we keep getting caught. And usually when we start a coaching session, someone will kind of do a download of where they've been or something that they've noticed that they want to spend more time on, more dedicated time on during that session. And I often hear in that download of how the day has gone or the week has gone, that they'll let slip out something in like a replay of a dialogue or conversation they had. And it, it's usually, you know, they'll slip in something about apologizing for who they are. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. And I always, somehow I have this like magic highlighter in my mind and I just like go over it and I just I'm like, okay, come back to this. When we can, let's come back to looking at why you apologized for that. Why did you feel like you needed to uh, to excuse yourself in that way? And believe me, the reason why I have the magic highlighter in my, my mind is because I'm like, mm-hmm, I've done that too. I'm not really as surprised as I want to be when I hear my people-pleasing clients talk because, yeah, it was me and it still is me and to some degree. So I wanted to highlight types of apologies and I wanted to underscore these are unnecessary apologies that just seamlessly slip their way into people-pleaser vocabulary and conversations. All right, here we go. First, I just want to say people-pleasers are creative. Like, let's just give them the thumbs up on that one, okay? I mean, we come up with all types of ways to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) And we're so used to saying, I'm sorry, that it just rolls off our tongue. It's just in our everyday interactions. So I want to recall this homework assignment I gave myself. And this was after a couple of coaching sessions with different clients where I was like, "Mm, yeah, this is on my mind now. I gave myself this homework assignment to count all the ways that I apologized during a day. And I was amazed at the ways that the crappy phrase, I'm sorry, found its way into so many common everyday interactions with people. And okay, here's the first one. The preemptive apology, which goes something like this. Hi, I'm sorry. 
have you already ordered? <laughs> kind of like when you show up at a lunch or a dinner date with your friend, you aren't late, okay? But you've just arrived at the restaurant and everybody's sitting around the table or your friend is sitting there and your general stance is just to go ahead and apologize in case you've accidentally offended your friend for something, anything that you're not aware of. (laughs) And I just happened to notice that I said, to a friend. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm sorry. Have you already ordered? I could have said anything, but it was this preemptive, I'm sorry. Like, why would I be apologizing for just showing up and sitting down? Then we have the excuse me apology. I find myself doing this in the grocery store. It is. So many things happen to me in the grocery store. If you keep listening for a while, I will give you lots of examples and analogies that happens in grocery stores. But for this one, The excuse me apology is, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. I just need to, I just need to get that almond milk right there. Okay, so sorry, so sorry for reaching around you. (laughs) Like, why do I do this, right? I need almond milk. There's a person standing in front of the almond milk shelf. Like, I don't know what they're doing. They are apparently making a life or death decision about some alternative dairy milk products. (laughs) And they've been there for a full two minutes and they just haven't moved on. And I'm really actually pissed. And all I need is almond milk and I know what I need. But for some reason, I feel like, or I'm actually worried about putting the other person out by reaching into their area to get the item I want. So I apologize. (laughs) Hey. A common theme with my clients is the desire to set boundaries easily. They want to feel strong saying what they want, and they want to have their own back doing it. Well, guess what? You got to know what you want before you can start saying it. That's why I created the Unleash Your Authentic Self Guide. It's four questions that will help you discover who you are and what you want. I know that sounds too simple, but these are deep dive, really rich questions that can be asked again and again as you work on your recovery from people pleasing and perfectionism. So head on over to www.powertothepleasers.com slash unleash for your copy today. Next, the polite apology. Oh my God. Like, let me just say this happens to me so much. Okay. So like the other day I was going to home goods, totally love home goods. And I'm approaching the door at the same time that another person is, I hold the door for them. And for some reason I say, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like my timing at arriving at the door at the same time that their timing is somehow is rude. (laughs) Somehow I have offended them by having the same timing and and ending up at the door at the same time that they have. So like, it's just best for me to defer to them, let them go in the store ahead of me and just put, I'm sorry out there some way, somehow. And yeah, what if they go get that, you know, really affordable, big ass planter that I needed for my back porch because I let them get in before me, like, oh my God, but still, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Why? Why don't I just open the door? Not even say anything. Smile and let them go in. Or maybe I just open the door and hold it for them as they walk behind me. 
But no, that's what I had to do. I had to be polite and apologize. Okay, next, soften the blow apology. Again, grocery store, just just go with me here, grocery store. And I'm at the self-checkout lane, right? And I don't know about your self-checkout lane in the grocery store, but every time I go, it is all kinds of wonky. There's just like people that are like, in an aisle, there are people that are randomly standing in the big open space and you don't know whether they're next in line or they're just looking at, you know, the gift cards or something. Anyway, it's just wonky. And I know I'm next in the queue, right? But let's just go ahead and name it. Like this jackhole walks up, <laughs> hasn't looked around, hasn't taken in what's going on, steps up to get, you know, to the next open self-checkout register. And somehow I actually end up saying something, which is, which is nice, but I end up saying, and I kind of fumble with it, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm next. So soften the blow apology is something like, oh, I'm sorry, I was next in line. I, am I really sorry? Like, hell no, I'm not sorry. But you know, isn't an apology a great way to kind of lay down the law? If, if I'm going to call you out on being a jackhole, I'm going to do it with a little sweet apology. So there you go. There is another one. The cleanup apology. Okay. If, and this is a big if, if you do speak up about something, you know, and let's say the other person pauses too long or they're face contorts in this way or haven't forbid they actually push back then I'll go into overdrive apologizing like oh sure I understand yeah you're probably right I was just trying or I was just saying or dot 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 I mean it's like you start backpedaling and explaining yourself and sharing how you understand like somehow that you were a jerk and that they're the ones that are justified in some weird way. You know, it's just like scrambling to explain yourself more. And in the end, you're just flat out acquiescing to keep the peace. And it's just, this is what will get me later on. Like I'll walk away from that conversation and I'll be like, WTF, like, why did I do that? Another unnecessary apology. But it's very hard to stay in a conversation, exchange, interaction with someone where there's tension and you might have to point something out that doesn't feel so good to you, or you might have to correct somebody. And so speaking up, yeah, it will create some tension, but that weird facial expression that person has is kind of like, whoop, whoop, I better backpedal and get the hell out of here. Right? So that drives me crazy when I walk away because I'm like, man, you had your own back and then you just abandoned yourself. The next one, the grateful apology. Here's an excerpt of a grateful apology. Oh, thank you so much for helping me with this. It's just that I paid that fee last month and then when I got this past due notice, I was just so confused. Thanks so much for helping me. Okay, you get this. Like somehow you found the courage to express your frustration maybe just a general displeasure with someone and you know maybe it's through an email maybe it's on a phone call and they actually agree with you and they want to remedy the situation and now you feel guilty (laughs) 
You feel like you must have been the asshole. You feel like you must have bullied them. You feel like you must have pushed too hard for what you wanted. And how dare you? So you just lay it on thick with a grateful apology. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I was just so confused. It's like, I was not confused. I was pissed, but I have to change that word because I want to make sure that you are not going to think I'm a jerk. Okay. This is the last one I have and maybe I'll come up with more, but right now this is the last one I have. It's the take one for the team apology. (laughs) So here's what that might sound like. Oh, thanks. Like that was completely okay. It was probably my fault for asking you to meet with, you know, when your kid was at soccer, I should have realized that that was a bad time for you. I'm so sorry that there was a mix up. So think about this. A mix up with scheduling occurs bound to happen these days. Everybody's doing 40 million things. You know, it's not your fault though. You are like super on top of your schedule. Say nonetheless, there's been a snafu and you've been inconvenienced. So you, let's say you reach out to check in with this person and they apologize for their lack of planning or whatever. And yet you just can't help yourself. You just can't take in their apology and you apologize yourself. You take the hit yourself, try to preserve some kind of friendliness in the relationship and say, oh my God, it was my fault. Oh my God, it was me. Oh, it's, it's so okay. I, I should have thought about your schedule before I asked you. Like that's my responsibility. So I hope these have been helpful. I hope it just kind of shines a light on the fact that as pleasers, we apologize for shit that we do not need to apologize for. Oh my gosh. We just automatically apologize for being alive, right? And once I started to consciously pay attention to how easy it was to just excuse my being, (laughs) I started to get really mad for kind of one downing myself, if you will, like kind of taking the hit or making my issue less of importance. And it really just left me with like this light bulb over my head, like, gosh, why do I do that? And like a real curiosity of why I do that. So one thing I've noticed recently is now I just stay silent, but not kind of in like this demure, scared way. I just... I've really just been practicing holding my tongue to see what happens when I don't try to diffuse this sort of non-existent tension in a situation. And it's just been a little experiment that, you know, it's shown me that I'm allowed to take up space, that I'm allowed to reach for almond milk, or I'm allowed to say, um, hey, the line's back there. I was actually next in line. Um, as uncomfortable as it may be, you know, it's, it's better than acquiescing all the time and then leaving and being angry inside. So yeah. All right, pleasers. This has been fun. I would love to point you to some more interesting people pleasing and perfectionism resources. If you want, you can head over to my website, which is just power to the And check it out. There's lots of blogs and tips and resources. And yeah, I'd love to hear what you think. I'm also on Instagram, power to the pleasers and YouTube. If you'd like to actually add some video to some of these fantastic little, um, tidbits of, I don't know, goodness. (laughs) Let's call it that. All right. Be well friends. And I will talk to you soon. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening. If this has been helpful for you, I'd so appreciate it if you could take a moment and just rate and review, and then others might be able to find us more easily. And please also share with friends that could use this information too. Okay, thanks again, and I look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future. Take care.